and uh, we uh, we've uh, been talking here for the last few weeks uh, on some subjects, and uh, I will I will I will finish this up tonight somewhere to tether. First of all, number one was to pray daily. Number two, take up your cross. Number three was continue in one mind and one accord, or one accord with the saints of God, amen, together, and then to teach others, and then soul winning, win souls. And that's, that ought to be our focus when we're not in church. How can I reach others? Amen. Romans chapter 7 and verse number 1. It says it like this. Know ye not, brethren, for I spake to them that know the law, how that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he lives. For the woman which hath an husband amen, is bound by the law to her husband as so long as he liveth. But after the husband be dead, she is loosened from the laws of her husband. So then if while her husband liveth, she marrieth another man, she shall be called adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from the law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another. Verse 4, Wherefore, my brethren, you also being become dead to the law by the body of Christ, that you should be married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should be bring forth fruit unto God. Now that, Paul was using those first three verses, talking about the law to say how it applies to you and I. Amen. And uh, so we were bound until, amen, our, our husband died and then he, he was raised again. Praise God. Now he's alive. Hallelujah. And we should bring forth fruit unto his, to God. Amen. So we're talking about soul winning, reaching out to the lost. Paul is telling us how to become a bride of Christ. Amen. And we should not be, uh, uh, really there's too many people divorced him. <laughs> but, amen. I, in my mind, I mulled over today. I don't know how many lost people or people that's been through this church that uh, that do not want to come back because they, and of course the prayer request of uh, Donnie and Lane, Brooke. I I've, I send up a lot of prayers for them because uh, they should be a part of the church, but I don't know how to how to make them a part of the church, and I don't want them to be divorced forever. I want, the, I, want the, I want that marriage to get reconciled. Hello? Amen. I'd like to read this fourth verse from the Amplified Bible because I think it's, 
it kind of says about the same thing as the King James. It maybe it said in a little bit different way, but uh, verse four, Amen. It says it kind of like this, Amen. Likewise, my brethren, you have undergone death as to the law through the crucifixion and body of Christ, so that now you may be belong to another. Hallelujah. To him who was raised from the dead in order that we may be bear the fruits of God. We're talking about bearing fruits. We're talking about, uh, there's several different passages of scripture I read to you. I think we had some of that last Wednesday night of the fig trees. It had two fig trees that Jesus talked about in the 25th chapter of Matthew. Uh, and he was uh, talking about that we're supposed to produce fruit. If we don't produce fruit, then just cut it down. Amen. Or Jesus cursed it. Amen. Whichever. Amen. That we are, we are, to, we are to be fruit bearers. And the last, last Wednesday night, I, I thought of this. I didn't have anything, I didn't say anything about it, but uh, I was thought very seriously about it when I was, uh, when I was teaching. Uh, and, but I just let that go. But tonight, I, I, look, I think I've told this probably some years ago, whatever. Ronnie, there's a guy named Gidrose, Ronnie Gidrose. He was a pastor in Birmingham at one time. And uh, his father was a superintendent of Texas. And uh, he was very politically uh, motivated, I guess you'd say. And, and he was, you know, he was... Uh, since his father was one of the highest and had the largest district, he was a superintendent of it. Uh, he thought he thought he'd come to Birmingham and everything would flow in his flow flow, and uh, just didn't didn't work out very well for him. And uh, so he moved he moved back to Texas. And then then he went to to uh, Michigan. He and his wife went to Michigan, and up there things got really worse and so forth and. Something happened to them that they had a revolution in their lives. And they started going out and winning souls and teaching Bible studies. And his wife, I think it was, I think it was seven or 11 people that she prayed through to the Holy Ghost. Amen. In one year, no, it's 27, excuse me, that she prayed through the Holy Ghost in one year. And she said, I had spent most of my life in the church and never won a soul. And then all of a sudden, she got 27 of them in one year. Said how what God did a change in her life. And she felt like, hey, now I, I, realize, I realize the potential that there is in every one of us. Amen. If we would just open our hearts and minds and say, I'm going to tell you about what Jesus did for me. Let me tell you what happened to me. Or let me tell you, how our church is and what kind of a spirit we have. Amen. It's a, it's a, the spirit that we have is, should be kitchen. Amen. Amen. Uh, Paul, he talked to the Colossian church and I'm going to be jumping around quite a bit tonight, but he, Paul was speaking to the church in Colossae. Amen. And he, and he, let me read it. Chapter 1, and I will begin reading at verse number 
and um, if uh, if somebody can get me a glass of water, I, I I don't know what's wrong with me, but I'm I, I've been running dry for a few days. Verse number nine says it like this: For this cause, we also, since the day we heard it, do all do, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be filled with the knowledge of his will in all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you might walk worthy, amen, of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, amen. Paul was always writing. He was writing letters, amen, encouraging Amen, that we should, uh, amen, be able to win souls or do good works for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 19 says it like this. Amen. You see, Jesus was calling his disciples. He went down to the, uh, went by the fishing place there, where the boats were, and he just walked in there. And, and could you imagine, you know, getting all your disciples from the from the side of a side of a lake, what people are fishing, and and saying, "You're, you're going to be the greatest people, Amen, for my cause. I'm going to make you fishers of men." And he did just that in three and a half years, Amen. He was able to take those men and place a burden in their hearts and a vision in their minds, amen, of what fishing for men was. And, and, and I just heard a sermon today. A man, he was, talking about, he was talking about Peter. You know, he told the Lord, he said, uh, Lord, I, I've, you know, more or less, I've given everything up just to follow you. What, 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 is, what am I going to... Uh, uh, What's my reward for that? Amen. I, 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 I feel like I've done everything I can, but it didn't seem like he was getting very far. Oh, but let me tell you, amen. After the Holy Ghost came, amen. Praise God. Quite a different, quite a different man Peter was, right? Amen. John chapter 4, verse 33 through 38 tells us a story of Jesus needing to go through Nazareth, or no, Galilee, Samaria, excuse me. I'll get all of it out once. He needs, needs to go through Samaria. And, and, of course, all the thing preachers preach from it, we preach from it. We had it in our Sunday school lesson just a few weeks ago. Amen. He must needs to go through Samaria because there was a woman, amen, that was there that if he ever could speak to her, you know. And Jesus, Jesus made the conversation. He made the things, he sent the disciples away so they wouldn't interrupt him while he was going to ask her. And when he got through, amen, you know the story. She ran into the city and told him, here, come see a man that's told me all that I've did. Is not this the Christ? Well, he told her he was. Uh, that speaketh to thee is he. The disciples came back. 
with the food and try to get Jesus to eat. He said, I got meat to eat that you know not of. Then he goes on and says, amen, unto them. He says, amen, say not ye that yet three months and then come of the harvest. I'm just telling you now, if you'll ever open your eyes and look up, look on the fields, they're ready for harvest. Maybe that's be a good preacher's preacher, just again to, to, to preach that. Because if we just really, and I made mention of this a little bit last Wednesday night, made mention of my own personal self when I looked on the fields of a parade downtown, I didn't see hungry people. But there's got to be, there's got to be some people that uh, gets thirsty. Amen. Because sometimes it doesn't show in their face what's in their hearts and what's on their minds. And we see them as they are and we do not know what kind of a trouble they're in, situation they're on. Amen. And they don't know how to reach out to God. Hallelujah. Because the disciples saw a woman and they kind of knew who she was or what she was. But they, Jesus told them, don't, don't look at that like that. Lift up your eyes and look on the fields. You, there's hungry people everywhere. And so it was that all the Sumerians came out to hear what Jesus had to say and ask him to stay because they wanted to hear more than just the woman's testimony. Amen. We got a testimony. And I've always said this, the Pentecostals have the only testimony that would really, really let people know that there's a spiritual life in living for God and the Holy Ghost. Amen. Hallelujah. We've got the message. Amen. We just need to spread the message. First Corinthians. First Corinthians. I will uh, read First Corinthians chapter number nine. I thought I had it marked in my Bible. First Corinthians chapter nine. And I'll read a verse to a scripture here, verse 19. Chapter 9, verse 19, it says it like this. Amen. For though we be free from all men, yet have I made myself servant unto all, that I might gain the more. Paul is saying, I, I know I'm free. I don't have, I don't have, they, they don't bind me. And I'm, I'm, I'm free from any, any control of my life. Amen. Man don't have control of me. I have got control of my own self. Amen. But I, I, I made myself a servant to them that I may win some or gain more. Unto the Jews I became a Jew and that I might gain Jews. Unto, the, unto them that are under the law is under the law that I might gain them that are under the law. But to them that are without law as without law being not 
without law to God, but under the laws of Christ, that I might gain them that are without, amen, to the weak became I weak, that I might gain the weak, to the, and I am made all things to all men, that by all means, amen, I, I'm wanting to save some, I want to save what I can, amen, and this I do for the gospel's sake, that I might be a partaker thereof with you. Greatest, the greatest soul winner, the greatest missionary ever was, just said those words. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Prayer to God. Amen. I want to save, I want to save somebody. Amen. We, we, we've got a, We've got Romans chapter 10 and verse 21 says, Brethren, my heart's desire and prayer to God that Israel be saved. And then he says, I wish myself, it was a curse from Christ that I may gain and win. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to give my life over. Amen. He wasn't saying I want to go to hell, but he was saying I, I, I want to be an, a, a discarded if it takes it to win some. Amen to them. We got to win souls. We got to win souls. We must win souls. Acts 1 and 8. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost comes upon you. You shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. Amen. And uh, I want to turn to Jude uh, and read read if. In Jude, the uh, chapters there, first, well, Jude only had one chapter, but we turn to Jude and and read a couple of verses of Scripture. Verse 20 20 through 23. Amen. Jude is saying now, keep, or excuse me, number 20, verse 20. But ye behold, beloved, building up your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost. That's, that we can do that. Amen. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ unto the eternal life. Amen. And of some make compassion, making a difference. And others, amen, to save by fear, pulling them out of the fire. Amen. Hallelujah. Pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garments spotted with, with flesh. Jude was the half-brother of Jesus. And, and, and of course, I've taught from that. Brother Harrell has preached from, from this, uh, this passage of Scripture, Jude, the, the, the book of Jude. There is so much, so much in there, amen, to talk to us about. And Jude was saying, we just got to make a difference. We got to do something. Let's be, let's be different from what we was last year. Let's be, let's be different from the way the world is. Amen. Now let's keep on having Sunday night services. Amen. The others may be, uh, why don't we just take that as a good thing for us? Amen. To all these people that's not going to church on Sunday night, why don't you just come over here and we just have a great time on Sunday night? Uh, some years ago, I don't know how many years ago it was, and I can't even remember who it was talking to. But they asked me, they said, do you, 
how many of you guys have on Sunday night? I said, well, we have, oh, 100, 100 plus most of the time. And, uh, and that's been back down. It was in the old church. And he said, wow. I said, Sunday night's our biggest service. Sometimes we, we had more service. We had more people on Sunday nights than we had on Sunday morning. And that, that needs to be back again. Amen. All these thousands of people in Dothan and it goes to church on Sunday morning. Amen. They ought to get they ought to get so hungry that they want to go on Sunday night. Hallelujah. Uh, I don't know why I thought to run through my mind. I went to uh now this is this is back when I was a kid, you know, like when my kids were kids. Went down to uh went down to uh, Disney World. And that wild mouse. So you had to line up to go to the wild mouse, and I rode the wild mouse, and they moved on. And, and so when I got off of it, I couldn't find them, so I just got me back in the, and rode the wild mouse again. And I got off, and they still wasn't, didn't know it wasn't there, so I rode the wild mouse again. I just, it was the best ride down there, so I wasn't no use one walking around <laughs> trying to find them. Just ride. Well, they come back around after a while. Got off the wild mouse and went with them. But you know, I I did try to find them a little bit, but but I thought, well, uh, they know where they left me or I left them or whatever. But and, and it worked. But I had my rides all the time. I was waiting. Amen. Praise God. We're, uh, I, 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 I picked up a book and looked at it and I started to buy it, but I didn't. And I wish to this very day I had, and it wasn't a religious book. It was a book on the, the uh, actions and the, the uh, culture, or not the culture, but the, uh, the animal kingdoms of all their, all their uh, habits and so forth. And it was started, I read this part, it was, it was now up in, up in Tennessee, up in Tennessee we had crows, and we have, we have crows down here that's mixed with ravens. They're not the real full-blooded crow that we had up in Tennessee, or maybe I'm not on the farm like I was then, but, but they, these crows, these crows, they would go in groups of probably 15 to 20 and go out into a field and start gathering corn for themselves or whatever they could eat, you know, that she was just planted or what. But one was sitting up in a, as a, as a pilot. He was up, up high in a tree somewhere, and he was always, always calling them, talking to them. I don't know what he was saying. But if he saw anything, any animal or any humans coming around, gotten close to the folks who were down there eating their, fr- their fruits, f- food, he would, he would give out a call. And when he did, every one of them would go like that, like you kicked up a covey of quails, more or less. Because that call was saying, it's dangerous and you better get out of there. And so that was the way that they did. One would always be up in a tree, giving them giving them instructions and talking to them, just a call and 
And if there's anything come by, they would do that. However, if that, if that crow decided he just wanted to take a little nap or whatever and not pay any attention, and one of those crows down, in, down on that field was eating, and he got caught by a fox or some animal or whatever, and one of them got killed, that night, the one in the tree got picked to death. He was, he was dead. The next morning, they find him under the tree. It was one of the, that was one of the habits or one of the things that they were. We, our man that we are expecting to keep us alive, and he's, he's going to be our lookout. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 3. You know where I'm going? Ezekiel chapter 3, and I'll begin reading at verse number 17. Ezekiel 3, 17, Son of man, I have made thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, hear the words at my mouth and give them warnings from me. When I say unto the wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not warning, nor speak to, to warn the wicked from his wicked ways to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquities, but his blood will I require at thy hands. Yet if the, that man warned the wicked and he turneth not from his wicked ways nor from the wickedness ways, he shall die in his iniquities, but, he is in, but thou shalt deliver thy soul. In other words, we are responsible. We are the watchmen of God. Amen. We're not crows. We're not any other animals, but they have their ways. And our way is we got to warn the wicked. And I dare say I'm standing here today, tonight, looking at a bunch of people that can, their minds can go back to, I should have spoke to that person. I wish I would have talked to him. If I would have, if I would have at least if I would at least at least talk to him about his soul, I would feel better. God told Ezekiel, Ezekiel was telling us, amen, that to have a good, clean conscience and a good, clean heart, we need to say, you need God. You, you need God. You've got to be born again or whatever. Amen. We've, we've got to recognize the fact that we've got more than duty just to come to church and help us. Amen. Ezekiel 33, same story, somewhat, but it was that watchman on the wall. Amen. And uh, he was seeing if an army's coming. And uh, I, uh, I want to kick it out of gear just a moment to tell you that I've I've heard I've heard some people that was I don't know whether they were prophets or prognosticating, but they said 2024 is the is the year that there's going to be some nuclear bombs 
said the Lord showed it to him in a dream. I don't know. But uh, I, be, be, and I just was listening to the news today in, in Iran. They're in the biggest hurry, so they, they've got, they haven't got it yet. But they're, they think in a few more months they will have a, a nuclear bomb. Well, what do you want a nuclear bomb for? There's plenty of them around, but you want one so you can destroy thousands of people. It's, there's no sense in building more bombs. But that's the way the world thinks. I've got to, I've got to destroy all I can. Amen. Now, number six, my, my, my things, and I will, I will go through this in a hurry, probably. It's number six is not winning souls, but searching the scriptures. Search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life, but these are they that speak of me. Amen. The Bible, the Bible is the bread of life. It's the bread that we feed our spiritual souls on. The more we devour in the great spiritual, gives, gives great more spiritual strength. And I, I will just turn to first, excuse me, second Timothy. And I know that this is a very familiar scripture. Second Timothy chapter three and verse 16. No, excuse me. I was. I, well, I, it's. It's. On, I'll, I'll read it now. Praise God. And without a controversy, great is the mystery of godliness. For God was manifest in the flesh. That's, that's in my latter part of the scripture. God was manifest in the flesh. Hallelujah. He was justified in the spirit. He was seen of angels. He was believed on the world. And received up into glory. Without, a, without an argument. Amen. Jesus. Hallelujah. For God was manifest in the flesh. Let's read back, back up to. Amen. In verse number 13. Uh, verse number 10. Amen. Verse number 10. 1 uh, Timothy 3. And let these, let these also first prove them to, to let them use the office of a deacon, amen, being found and blameless. Even so must they, their wives also be graven. And I am reading First Timothy. I had, I had both of them marked, but First Timothy 3, 16. Amen, without, without a controversy, amen, this is, all scripture is given by the inspiration of God. It's profitable. Yeah, now I'm getting on track here. Profitable, amen, for doctrine. It's profitable for proof. It's profitable for corrections and profitable for instructions. Amen. It's, it's, it's good for all of these things. Amen. First, it's good for doctrine. What what it takes to be saved. All scripture. Amen. 
Amen. Doctrine is repentance. Doctrine for baptism. Doctrine for the Holy Ghost. Doctrine of the laying on of hands. Doctrine of, 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 of healings. These things that it's in the Word of God to tell, tell it's, it's profitable to us. Amen. All the scriptures that we can read, study the scriptures, search the scriptures because each one of those is profitable to us. Amen. For reproof, amen. It said basically it's need not drink water. Reproof is to correct false teachings. Amen. There's a lot of false teachings. There's too much false teaching going around. Do you know about uh, what, what it is now? 1,900 years ago. 1,900 years ago, they went with one church. They wasn't no Baptist church. They wasn't no Methodist church. There wasn't no Catholic church, Presbyterian, whatever. There was only one church in the first century. It's the Pentecostal church. But Paul said that after my departure, there's going to be grievous wolves. Amen. Amen. Not sparing the flock. So we got to search the scripture for our own selves. I, uh, I, I, I could call the guy's name. I could think of it in a minute, but that won't need necessary. He's a preacher now in Louisiana, and he uh, he picked up a track. Somebody gave him a track, and he he didn't even want to read it, but he had to sit down for a few minutes and just looked at it. And it was John three, excuse me, not John three sixteen, but it was a Matthew Matthew twenty eight nineteen. Amen. He that believeth is baptized. Lord, have mercy in my brain. Matthew 28, 19. Going to all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Hallelujah. Let me turn back there and read it. I can't even. My brain's not working. Matthew 28, 19. Some of you guys could quote it. Help me a little bit. Can you? What is it? Yep. Yes, right. All power is given to me in heaven and earth. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And uh, he didn't believe that, you know, uh, or he did, he did believe that, should I say. And then he uh, said, now, I'm, I'm going to try to get an argument this person about this. And the more he read it and tried to explain it to himself so he could explain it to somebody else, before he got up from the place where he was sitting, he jumped up. You know. Hey, that doesn't say the title of Son and Father in the names or the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. And then he said, I know what the Father, and Son, and Holy Ghost is named. It's Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so he, he sat down to, to find fault the track and, and, and got up and become a Pentecostal preacher. 
You never know. Hallelujah. Praise God. It's all profitable. Praise God. Amen. Paul, on his missionary journeys, recorded in the book of Acts, amen, it breaks down when he read of all the things that he suffered. And I want to read 2 Corinthians chapter 11, and forgive me for being uh, running here and there tonight. 2 Corinthians chapter 11, and uh, I'll, begin, I'll begin reading at the... Uh, 22nd verse Paul's telling about all of his sufferings and I'll be back up to verse 21 I speak as concerning reproach as though we had been weak how be it wherein soever any is bold I speak foolishly I am bold also are they, Hebrew, are they Hebrews so am I this, this is things that's coming into the church in, in, in Paul's is that talking about them is things that's trying to pull away people after another ideology. Amen. I speak as concerned approaches. I mean, verse number 22, are they Hebrews? So am I. Are they Israelites? So am I. Are they seed of Abraham? So am I. Are they ministers of Christ? So I speak as a fool. I am more in labor is more abundantly, in stripe above measure, in prisons more frequently, in death often, and the Jews five times received eyes, forty stripes, save one. Thrice was I beaten with rods, once was I stoned, thrice was I suffered shipwreck, and not in a day have I been in the deep. As journey as often, as perils of water, and perils of robbers, and perils of my own countrymen, and perils of the heathen, and in perils in the city, and in perils in the wilderness, in perils in the sea, in perils among all false brethren, in weakness, in weaknesses, and painfulness, and watchings often, and hunger, and thirsting, and fasting often, and cold, and nakedness. Besides all these things that are without, that which is within, or upon unto me daily, care the cares of the church. So he is weak. I am not weak. Who is often as I burn not. If I must needs glory, I will glory in the things concerning mine infirmities, the things I'm going through. I praise God for the things that he has let me go through. It's just making a better person out of me. Amen. Amen. That Paul was, Paul was one of those examples that he could say, you follow me because I'm following Christ. I can't say that. I don't think any of us could probably say that here. But you know what? We've got to learn how to take care of whatever, whatever comes our way. Amen. We've got to recognize the fact that the devil is trying his best to put us through things. And you know what? Paul, Paul can stand there and say, I, I, I didn't go through all that Jesus did, but I went through everything that they throwed at me, and it never faced me. None of these things are going to move me. Hallelujah. Amen. The scripture is an example, amen, for each one of us on how to live our lives regardless of what comes our way. If we believe, amen, that God amen, is sovereign, 
And whatever comes our way has some kind of a reason. Amen. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what all that, and I, I may preach for this one sometime because it's, it's a very familiar passage of Scripture. But uh, remember Naomi? Naomi and her husband, they went down to, amen, the foreign countries and, and they thought it was going to be great down there because there was a famine in the land of Israel. And so they go over to Moab and it was going to ride out the storm. And what happened was her husband died, her two sons died, and they were married to two Moabite girls. But look what happened. One of those girls was so committed to Naomi's God. Now, I don't, I don't suppose we would have ever known the names of all of these people had not been, amen, for Naomi, amen, living a life, even Moab, that Ruth chose to live, amen, entreat me not to leave thee nor return from following after you, after thee. Naomi asked her to go back. Go back to your gods and to your family. Retreat me not, don't, don't, don't let me, don't, don't try to force me to do that because where you go, I want to go. Where there you lodge, I want to lodge and thy people to be my people and thy God, my God and Lord do to me and more also if aught but death part me and thee. That's what my wife wrote me. That's what a lot of people have said, you know, to, I guess in marriages or whatever. But Ruth became of the lineage of Jesus Christ and would have never known her. But through this knowledge or foreknowledge of God or whatever, he took the circumstances. He didn't send them over there. He took the circumstances and made something good out of it. Amen. Praise God. Now, I'm going to conclude in just a minute, but uh, let me just read one passage of Scripture or two. I've got about three or four. But First Peter chapter 2, verse 21 and through 23. First Peter chapter 2. Amen. Verses 21 through 23. Now, I think I backed, I, I, I backed it up to verse 19, just marked it back there. For this is we think worthy, if a man for his conscience toward God endureth grief, sufferings, and wrongful, wrongfulness, for what glory is it if when we be buffeted for, the, for our faults or your faults, ye shall take it patiently. But if you do well and suffer for it, Ye, ye take it patiently, this is acceptable unto God. For every, for even whereunto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, leaving us an example that we should follow in his footsteps. Amen. Who did no sin, neither was guile found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he didn't fight back. Amen. Hallelujah. 
And I got, Jesus showed us a Christian how to live. And here's, I want to make four, five, six points here. Amen. Jesus loved us first while we're yet sinners. Jesus lived for us, showed us, amen, how to live. Amen. He wants us to follow him. Amen. Jesus died for us that we may live, amen, a crucified life for him. Jesus interceded for us and Christians ought to always be praying and interceding for others. We, do, we take prayer requests because there's a lot of lost people, a lot of sick people. Amen. We hear about those and we don't want to just, I mean, I may forget. Amen. I'm sorry, but, but you should never forget those prayer requests that we had made. Pray for them tonight before you go to bed. Pray. Amen. Tomorrow. Amen. Amen. Praise God. And number number five, Jesus forgives. There's 101 scriptures to talk us about our, our verses on how that we are to forgive others. Amen. To uh, be a person that says, "Well, you know, if they don't never say forgive me, you say it." Well, they're supposed to be the one that says it. Well, don't that don't matter. So don't you just say it and see if they respond back. Amen. Amen. Number number six. Jesus restored people, even when they came to him. Christian people endeavor to restore those that's left the church. Amen. I go. I I I tell you every Saturday, I go visit somebody's backslid slab. I'd, I'd say most most every Saturday. I maybe maybe I may miss a one or two. Uh, Call the cold weather and the rain and so forth. But I'm always trying to find people that has been here. They know better. They know where they need to come. They know what God can do for them. They've just lost the love for God and so forth. We we need to be that way. Amen. And when they come back, number seven, Jesus encourages the saints. Christian people endeavor, amen, to help each other, as we've talked about, even in one where help help us all. We 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 can encourage each other. I uh, this just came to my mind, came to my thoughts. My mother was a, my mother was a Sunday school teacher. She was she was a, uh, seventy-five years old, uh, and uh, she was a Sunday school teacher. And uh, she had some absentees on a Sunday, and that's this is in the time when phone calls or telephones were just coming in. You know that's. She, it's 1970, 1980 when she passed. Uh, phone calls were just becoming popular. We, we got a phone at our house, and so most of the people was getting a phone that, in that area. But she, she worked in the garden until lunchtime, and she was, uh, went, went to the house and fixed her some lunch and started calling the folks who were absent from our Sunday school class. And while she was talking to one of those ladies that wasn't there, 
She had a heart attack and died, and we knew about it. Otherwise, we probably wouldn't know for two or three days. So she was doing the business of trying to let the person know that, hey, we missed you, and we want to know what's wrong, or can I help you, or whatever. Amen. And the Lord just took her own home from there. The phone fell on the floor, and the lady she was talking to called and got a hold of the family. My sister was in Memphis. My brother's in Chattanooga, and I was down here. And it took, and they told us, called us and told us, I was, I was telling someone the other day, uh, they called and told us, you get up here because we're not going to touch the body until you get here. And so I called the state troopers all my way up and uh, told them, just, they're going to have to scoot over because I'm gone. And they just told me, be careful. And that didn't pretend to my lesson tonight. But it is a concern that we have love for each other, contact with each other, help each other, because we don't know how many people we can save. Amen. Pull them out of the fire. I just read that in Jude a while ago. Amen. They, they, were, they were doomed. Somebody had to grab them, get them back in church. Praise God. Lord God, I thank you for your word. I know I made a mess tonight on a lot of these things, but God, I know that there were some things I said. I believe that God is very, very important to all of us. Amen. To be fruitful. Amen. And, and God, to be intercessors, God, for people. And somehow, Lord, maybe show our love and concern for each other by God letting them, letting them know, Lord, not only in church, but having something to pray about them or maybe going to see them, giving them a call. And I'm not too good at that, but God, I pray you help me, Lord, to make sure that God, everybody that Lord's not here, we find out what's wrong. God, that we can, we can keep this church. I believe, God, that there's a revival in, in this city and it's supposed to belong right here in this church. Amen. Amen. It was prophesied. God, that you would have a revival in, in Alabama in the southeast corner. And this is, this, this is Dothan. So God, may it, may it come true in Jesus' name. Amen.